0: Welcome to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast, where we talk about topics and resources that help you lead more to reach more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. And welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. My name is Tom Bump, and I'm your host. Thanks for joining me, my friends. I am so glad to be with you thanks for uh for listening for subscribing for leaving reviews for uh letting me know that you are a podcast listener in the Kid Ministry Collective Facebook group and being part of that community i am grateful for every single person that is part of the KMC community that's part of the podcast listening community that i am here to serve you so god bless you and thank you for listening i hope that this will be the start of a great day or a time or a week, whatever you are, whenever you are listening to this episode. I'm calling this episode Dear Younger Me. I've been thinking a lot about it lately. I've had the opportunity to do some coaching with some younger leaders, and they have been very challenging to me. And I am super excited to share some things that I've been sharing with them. And uh, so before we do that, let me tell you about KMC Coaching. If you've not heard about it, uh, if you go to kmccoach.net, you can learn more about the, the different programs that we offer. But basically, KMC Coaching is a customized, personalized coaching journey, mentoring journey. It's really a hybrid of of what's standard out there. You don't purchase any other curriculums or courses or any of those kind of things when you sign up to a, for a coaching journey, as I like to call it. But it's a time where we do an assessment. We figure out where it is uh, that you need to grow as a leader, as a shepherd, um, and as a person. Because I'm concerned about all of those things. We spend a lot of time talking about who you are and how you think. If you've struggled with imposter syndrome or self-doubt, uh, KMC coaching can help with that. Have you struggled with systems and structures or maybe recruiting? uh, How do I build a, a, a healthy team? We can help with that too. But what we do is we walk you through an assessment and we find out where are some of those areas that need some attention and some growth. But we also then ask a big question of what's keeping you up right now. And we work on those things that are pressing in on you because as a leader, it's like conducting a moving train And you have to do maintenance, but the train is still going to keep moving. And that's what we do. And I understand that after having been in ministry for 35 years, uh, I understand in all different kinds of contexts and cultures and size churches. So if I can help you, don't think you can't afford coaching. Everybody does better with a coach. And that's been proven time and time again. It is one of the best investments your church can make in you. So don't be afraid to ask them for that kind of support and development because we all need it. I needed it. And I'm so thankful for my coach and mentor over the years. So that's all you need to know about KMC Coach. If you have any questions or you want to schedule a free clarity call, go to kmccoach.net, hit the clarity call button, and we'll talk for about 30 minutes and walk through what it means, what, what we can do, and we'll talk about your budget and how to make this happen. My goal is always to serve the leader. So how can I help you? All right, let's dive into this whole idea of Dear Younger Me and some things that I've been learning as I've been engaging with younger leaders and walking with some of them on their coaching journeys. And and honestly, one of them asked me that question, what would you wish you had known when you started like where I'm at? So here's a couple of things. Uh, I've, I've written down seven things that I want to go through. So first one, you've got to be very very clear and specific on your why we talk a lot about starting with why um, there's lots of books written on it and there's lots of lectures and and, and podcasts and things so I'm not going to beat the horse but I am going to say you need to be very very specific on your why and and making sure that it is personal to you uh yes your church is going to have mission and vision and values but what is what keeps you up, what gets you up, I should say, uh, in the morning. What keeps you going when you're discouraged? You have to be very clear. And it's amazing how many leaders can't really communicate a very defined and clear why. Why they're in ministry. They're very vague. They're very general, um, but they're not real specific. Two, write out your end goal. I think you should write out your why as well. But I also think you should write out your end goal. What is your end goal for the ministry? What is the end goal? So by the time a child leaves your area of influence, what do you want them to know, to think, or to do? What I really love, if you have not gotten the book Resilient um, by Valerie Bell, it's from Awana. It's not an Awana book. It is an Awana book, but it's not an Awana book. It's not promoting Awana. It is promoting child discipleship and how to help children become devoted followers of Jesus Christ. And I love their wording and I've adopted it for myself to help other churches to help and help children. I want them to belong to the family of God. I want them to believe certain things about God's word and his truth. And I want them to become a fully committed, resilient disciple that they can stand up against the tricks of the devil. Belong, believe, become are very powerful tools to help you get a clear end goal in mind that you can communicate to volunteers, to children, to parents, to the entire church community. So write it down. Think about it. Pray it through. Number three, what would I tell my younger self? What would I wish t- young Tom starting out in children's ministry when he was, uh, well, full time, he was 19 years old, no, really 18 years old, have a plan for not only your team, but for yourself. Who do you want to belong to <laughs> and who? what do you want to believe and what do you want to become? I really think that you should have a plan for your volunteers, your team of belonging to the team, what they should believe about the mission and vision and values of of your mission and team. And what do you want them to become? Well, you want them to become greater disciples, more resilient disciples of Jesus, too. So those belong, believe, become work very well when it thinks about this plan for your team. Also, when will you give them breaks? Um, Maybe we need to change the way we're thinking about building our teams and volunteers. Anyway, that's another podcast. But do you have a plan? Now, do you have a plan for yourself as well? How are you going to take care of yourself? When are you going to take time off? When are you going to work deeper on your discipleship? When are you going to meet with someone who's ahead of you in life and behind you in life. Everybody should have someone like that. Do you have a plan? Do you have a plan for soul care? Do you have a plan for retreating? Do you have a plan for your vacation? Do you plan your days off so that you're not working, that you're unplugging, that you're restoring your soul? That's an important one. Here comes a big one. Your mindset matters. How you think Puts you in the right or wrong direction. How you respond and think is everything. Do you react or do you respond? Well, that's going to determine what what's going to determine that is what you think, what you think about God, what you think about yourself. And I've heard a lot of people talking about. In fact, I I built a small course and I'm actually going to be revising it all about mindset and imposter syndrome. I think imposter syndrome is a deadly, deadly thing in our world today, especially amongst church leaders. I saw it recently in a Facebook group of a leader struggling because they were going to get promoted and they were feeling all of this self doubt and they felt like an imposter. Well, you know what? Here's why I don't like those words because the, the word imposter means, Pretending to be someone else and it's deceptive. So saying I've got imposter syndrome, saying I am an imposter means I am. I feel I'm deceiving everybody. Now, self-doubt is different. You're doubting your leadership. You're not trying to deceive anybody. You just don't feel like you have the skills, the gifts and the tools to lead. Well, that's different than imposter syndrome, but imposter syndrome is is really a tool of the devil to get you to stay paralyzed in fear and to keep you limited in doing all that God has called you to do. You need to remember who you are because that will determine your direction. I want you to think about a couple of things. I want you to think about a couple of verses Because I think these are really important. In Isaiah 43, 1, it says, But now, O Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you. O Israel, the one who formed you says, Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by my name. You are mine. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt as a ransom for your freedom. Wow. He goes through and continues and says, I gave Egypt as a ransom for your freedom. I gave Ethiopia and Sebia in your place. Others were given in exchange for you. I traded their lives for yours because you are precious to me. You are honored and I love you. That's the New li- Living Translation of Isaiah 43, one. Maybe you need to look that up and read that to yourself. When you start feeling self-doubt, when you start feeling like I'm an imposter, Your mindset matters. You are created by the Holy One. He has ransomed you. He has called you by name and you are his and he will be with you. Listen, my friends, if you're going through hard times right now, if you're struggling, if you're considering quitting and walking away from ministry, or maybe you've been wounded and you think I will never do this again because they're going to hurt me all over again. You need to remember that God has called you. God has called you. And your world needs you. You are created on purpose for a purpose. And that's to bring glory to the name of God. Your mindset matters, my friends. Maybe you need to consider replacing those lies of the enemy with the truth of who God is and what he says about you. You need to remember that in that mindset, you are to stay humble. I would challenge you to spend some time reading Philippians 2 and remind yourself of the attitude of Jesus, who Paul says to the Philippian church, make sure that you're being like-minded, And having the same love and being one in spirit and in purpose. And that you are to do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility, consider others better than yourself. That doesn't mean become a doormat for people to wipe their shoes on. (laughs) It's not what it means in, in humility. But then you should also look on each, not only on your own interests, but to the other, the interests of others. But here's where the meat comes in in Philippians 2, 5. Your attitude should be the same of that of Christ Jesus, who, being the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in the human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, humbled himself and became obedient to death even on the cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. My friends, instead of trying to promote yourself and build your platform and be a a social media influencer and all those things, let God raise you up. He promises that in due time, Philippians, or 1 Peter 5, 6 says that you humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he can exalt you at the proper time. You see, we've got so many leaders out there trying to build platforms and make platforms. And trust me, if God wants to take the KMC away, he can have it. It's not mine. This is not my platform. I'm I'm a servant. (laughs) I, I carry it, I keep it in open hands. I'm a steward. I want God to promote his kingdom. And if he feels that he can use Tom Bump, then use Tom Bump. If he wants to use you, then use you. But I want to keep myself in the place where God lifts me up. God opens doors. God brings my teams. God opens up speaking opportunities and God provides provision in in ways that I can't ask or imagine. But my mindset needs to stay in a Christ-like humility. And I've begun to tell myself, if nothing more than the greatest thing I can do is to serve and wash others' feet. To serve my brothers and sisters. To encourage them, to lift them up. To bandage their wounds. Listen, my friend, your mindset matters. Number five. Always make it about team Jesus. Build your team around Jesus and what he does and how he did it. Serve your team. Love your team. Care for them. Encourage them. Rebuke and correct them too. (laughs) Disciple them. That's what Jesus did with the disciples. He discipled them. He taught them. Do that. Encourage them. Let them know that as they step into serving in the children's ministry, as they disciple the children, you disciple them. Now, some of you are saying, Well, I'm a young leader. How do I do that? God says to Timothy, You teach the word in season and out. You give answers and you preach the word with your life as well as your words. If you want to win over older leaders, my young friends, just be yourself, be humble. Serve, but teach the word too. Get in and be a student of God's word and teach what he's teaching you. Make it about team Jesus and you'll win. You'll win their respect. You'll win their service. Number six, get a mentor and be a mentor. As I said earlier in this episode, you need to find somebody who's ahead of you and you need to find somebody who's behind you. I have loved getting to talk with younger leaders. They've come to me for help, which humbles me. Because I'm just, I'm just a goofy dude that loves kids and loves doing children's ministry and loves serving people and trying to connect people to resources and tools. And I, I want to build a kingdom, God's kingdom, not Tom Bump's kingdom. I'm not here to collect followers and fans and listeners. I'm here to to build up other people and I have learned so much cuz the world's changed ministry has changed and I need to change I need to adapt and grow but I also have wisdom and experience that I can give to the younger leaders and help them so that they don't make the mistakes that I made when I was in their place you know when I stepped into the role of a children's pastor and i pulled back the curtain cuz all i saw was what was happening out front and on the stage and all the exciting and the fun and the hoopla and the craziness and wow i learned there was a lot of work to be done if you want a harvest of souls for the kingdom you got to learn how to test the soil and near add nutrients to the soil and plow the soil turn it over you got to know when to seed when to water when to harvest, how to harvest, where to put it all. There's a lot that goes behind the scenes in children's ministry. And a lot of leaders get discouraged because they didn't realize they weren't going to be on the stage all the time. There was a lot that went into that Sunday morning presentation. Well, that's where having a mentor can help so much. But then also, I've grown so much. I've been challenged in my thinking by these younger leaders asking questions and by me asking questions. Wow, can they teach you a lot? So, if you're a seasoned leader, make sure you go find a couple young people that you can listen to and you can pour into. If you're a younger leader, find somebody who's a seasoned leader and ask them to come along and listen. Don't just ask for, here's, here's, a, here, I, I'm going off script here, but here's something that bothers me sometimes in children's ministry. We always ask for everything for free. We want somebody else's work. I've seen people ask for for policy manuals and job descriptions and all these kind of things. I hope that if somebody blesses you by giving you something for free, you bless them back by giving them something because they've put the time and the energy into it. That's why when you're using music, don't just steal it off of YouTube. And yes, you're, if you're playing it off of YouTube and just streaming and you haven't bought the music and the videos and all those things, those were not put up there for your benefit unless it says directly that. But my friends, Yancy and and uh, friends at Seeds Worship and Jumpstart 3, Jeff, uh, all those people, they work hard. And they, the scriptures say a man, a, a person is worthy of their hire. They're worthy of the wages. If they put in the work. They deserve the wages. So if somebody does the work for you, bless them back. Send them a Starbucks or a Dunkin' gift card. Do something for them, kind. But don't always ask for it for free. Often when you invest a little, you get more back than you've invested. But that person has put a lot of time and energy and effort into what they do. So bless them encourage them, and it helps them keep going. That's why people ask, why do you charge for coaching? Well, because I put a lot of time and effort into it. It's not just sitting on for an hour of of time with a person. I do a lot of thinking, praying, and researching ahead of time, so I'm prepared to serve them the very best. I want to add value, more value than what they're paying for. That's why I don't give it away all the time, because I found that people that I've given it away to don't take it seriously and they don't value it themselves and sometimes they don't even show up so listen when you're blessed when you're finding a mentor make sure you bless them and when you're finding someone to mentee bless them give them more value when we do that as a community of faith and we honor each other wow it's powerful it's powerful so go get a mentor or and be a mentor to someone It's a blessing and it's a blast. Last thing, and I'll wrap up this episode, resiliency. That is becoming my word for 2023 and probably into 2024. I want to be a resilient leader. I've been working hard on my physical body. I've been working hard on my emotional health, my mental health, my spiritual health. Why? Because I want to be resilient. Resilient means to be able to withstand opposition in difficult circumstances. It means to be able to recoil and spring back. I want to be able to not just react to things emotionally and with empathy, but I want to respond. I want to spring back with a response that is helpful and healthy and beneficial. I want to speak life into people. I think you want that too. That's why you're in ministry. So be resilient because there's a lot of leaders that are giving up, that are quitting. Not just being let go, but they're just quitting because of discouragement because no one shows up to your event that you've planned. Be resilient, recoil, ask yourself what happened, why it happened. What can I learn from this? And then spring back with something better with something different. Being resilient means that when your leader gives you critical analysis, uh, uh, an evaluation says some firm words to you, that doesn't mean that you take it personal and you feel like a total, because again, then you're going back to your mindset. It just means you've got some areas to improve and grow. You can always find a nugget of truth, even in the sharpest critique. So be resilient dig in You got to remember that that adversary the devil is prowling around roaring all sorts of lies and hurtful things he wants to devour you but if you remember what Peter said and James said it too resist the devil and he will flee Peter said resist him and be firm in your faith be resilient in your faith, knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being accomplished by your brethren who are in the world. And after you've suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Hallelujah and amen. After you've suffered for a little while, After you've endured those Sundays where leaders didn't show up, where you're short on volunteers, where your leader said no to the budget increase, the God of all grace who called you, and he calls you by his name, child of God, son of God, daughter of God, he's called you to his eternal glory in Christ. He himself, the Father, the Creator, the Holy One, will perfect. Confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Wow. There you have it. There's my top seven things that I have been thinking about lately that I have poured into other people and they've poured into me. And I'm so glad for this community. So thanks for listening to this episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. I can't wait for next week's episode. We're going to have Josh Zello. He is a preschool leader extraordinaire. You are going to be blessed beyond measure. Uh, if if you have struggled with childcare, preschool ministry, all that kind of stuff, don't miss the next episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast with Josh, Joshua Zello. He is phenomenal. Can't wait to record that episode. So God bless you. Thanks for listening. If I can be of service to you, please reach out, head to TomBump.com. You can see all the things that we do, restoring leaders, KMC coach, uh, speaking workers trainings, Uh, You name it, we can help serve Bible school programs, um, retreats for your leaders, whatever. Uh, Camp speaking, I've got openings this summer in 2023. Uh, Feel free to reach out. Uh, Again, I won't break your budget. I'm there to serve and have a blast. So God bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Kid Ministry Collective podcast. And stay tuned for another episode real soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. We hope that it's helped and encouraged you. If you would, support our podcast by continuing to share it with other leaders. And if you haven't already, hey, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. We look forward to hearing from you how this podcast has helped and sharpened your skills and ministries. So let us know on your Facebook page or head over to kmccoach.net and share with us there. And thanks again for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast.